Episode 13. It's a lucky number. Whoever thought we'd make it this far. Memorial Day weekend. It's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, as a result of it being Memorial Day weekend, uh, this may be a slightly abbreviated show. Yeah, and, and it's the first time we're ever recording on a Friday night. Yeah, um, for those of you that wonder what nerds do on Friday nights, it's record a podcast. Yeah, we're super cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're not even drinking. We should have... Uh, we we should have... <laughs> Hit pause, I'll go grab some alcohol. Idiots. Yeah, next time we'll think about that. Um, So I'm Zach. I'm Matt. And uh, today we are going to talk a little bit about uh, kind of computer-human interaction, touch interfaces, things of that nature. And that's all we have planned, honestly. Um, So let's jump right in. Do you remember your, the first mouse you ever used? <laughs> yes, I do. I think yeah. I've actually told it on... Uh, Did we've we talked talk about, about that this? here, yeah. Okay. Um, the, just in case we didn't, I'm going to go ahead and repeat it. The first time... Yeah, we totally talked about this. Okay. Um, L- let me go on, because I don't think I went yeah. on about this. Uh, Mr. Leisky... I, I don't was, know him. ...was the shop teacher at the school that... Uh, at my, 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 uh, the school I went to, Wishkaw Valley High School, slash elementary school, slash grade school. Slash junior high. It was one building... <laughs> K through 12. Uh, was anyway, Laura Ingalls Wilder there? No, it was a little bigger than that. Okay. Uh, anyway, Mr. Leisky was the uh, the shop teacher when I was in, in elementary school. And uh, he got big into computers. And it was uh, it was a pretty big deal. And uh, <laughs> he had, a, I think it was one of the early Macs. Well, so there was a computer lab. So they took the, right. sh- they took the shop building. This is, this is what's weird. They took the shop building. And then they're like, because he's a shop guy, he was like, you know what? I can put a wall in here and we can make a computer lab. Now, did, did he make sure that wall was, uh, um, you know, appropriate and uh, had uh, all the right electricity I, running through it? I think it was actually. It wow. was. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty it was, solid. It was a wall. real wall. It had it had glass windows Ooh. built into the wall, so you could see out into the shop. So you go out to the shop, and there's a computer lab out there, and then there was the uh, the shop. And it started. The computer lab initially had just a bunch of TRS eighties. Um, That's some wicked power. Yeah, and then a few. They, he eventually got a few of the original Macs, and one of the Macs was the first one that I ever saw a mouse on. Right, with the big weird puck it was and just a funky little button it, recessed. It was in just it. a big. I, this was more of the. It was just a square. Right, like with, the with like a, weird a one button. Yeah, it was it was Mac, so it was just the one button, and. Uh, but yeah, I mean, then we were like, "Oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever!" And of course, you take the thing out and you look at the ball and you understand. And you, oh, these little wheels! Yeah, this yeah. this thing you did. Which, well, for for those of you that haven't actually had a mouse um, before that wasn't a laser mouse, back in the olden days, there was a ball that went oh, to the bottom yeah. of the mouse, yeah. and it turned little wheels as it moved around. So yeah. the wheels would turn and feed back in the sensors which direction it was going. Now, there's a key problem with the. Ball and wheel mouse. Well, with mechanical things in general. Yeah, but there's uh, there's one with you know running it over the slime that comes off of your hand as you're moving it around on the mouse pad, which yep. is then it would pick up that that gunk. I don't so know what the realistically it's just like finger like, grease. That still happens today, right? Yeah, but it's not really a problem with your laser mouse because it just doesn't like. Well, if it gets in the bottom of the laser, it can flop around and yeah, kind of make it inconsistent. I guess, but it doesn't really. No, happen. it doesn't. Yeah. The uh, the other interesting thing that I'm sure a lot of folks have forgotten about because it's been years now. That physical ball rolling around ends up getting flat spots, and those flat spots get under the wheels, and then your mouse doesn't work for shit. Well, see, what I always had the problem with was the I, I didn't feel that the ball got a flat spot on it as much as the gunk picks up on the wheel and or on the ball, and then gets up on the wheels inside, yep. and you have to like take the ball. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. Take the ball out, turn and the like wheel. scrape the little gunk off the wheels so that they they continue to turn well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do still get that gunk kind of built up on the little, the little, uh, like clicky pads uh, that, and stuff. That happens. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of gross. I have to clean it off every once in a couple months. Yeah, I had a a roommate in college. I know it's shocking, um, but he um, pl- he played Quake professionally, um, and I'm not even joking. That was I, his job. I know. I've heard this before. Yeah, <laughs> and he would go like, you know how people review cool tech stuff, right? Yeah, we've done it before. If you ask that dude about mouse pads. Oh my God, he could go on for hours because whatever mouse pad you're using in conjunction with your mouse and how long you could play on a single oh, mouse right, pad right, because right. if you played in a certain line, you ended up flattening that spot out and then it's no good to you because you're trying to like... Uh, Wait, really? Yo, yeah. Because you huh. need that half a second when you're trying to jump and shoot a um, rocket under you and launch up and then shoot the little thing right, in right, the right. ceiling that, that, and that, ramp yeah. up and 
than snipe people. He was probably one of the guys who had like one of the uh, razor mice when they first came yes. out. You know, that 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 was like a super gaming mice. Yeah, with high resolution. High, yeah. Uh, and then they came out with the ones and I think even Microsoft this was their gaming mice was they had like uh, weights, adjustable weights you yep. could set into it so it would be which I never completely understood. The, the, like, what what's the real weighting oh, right. requirement I, for I your need hand? This balanced differently. So I it seems to me it always seemed like a gimmick. Uh, yeah, but it sells and you it, even back right. in the day, mouses then were like $50 for one of those swanky mice, yes. as opposed to the $11 that a regular mouse cost. And, well, now you can get a good mouse for $11. It seems uh, like yeah. it's cheap. And even the laser mice are amazing now. Yeah, it, it is, uh, it is, I've it got is like amazing a, how far we've come. Well, and you remember the, the original, my, one of my problems with my first laser mice that I had was it doesn't work on glass tables. And I've got a glass table uh, right in my That's my how house. mine is right now. Yeah. The new ones that Microsoft has, the blue chip, Tooth, they're not Bluetooth, but something is like blue light or something. I don't know. Wow, but dude, that that is like a phenomenal cell job for <laughs> yeah. Uh, the I know. Mouse. I don't know what the technology is, but it's blue, and the light underneath is blue. Uh, totally works on glass tables. Huh? Yeah. I need to grab me one of those. Yeah, they're fascinating. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's one of the oh. modes of computer interaction, right? Started yeah. out with mice, and well, it started out with keyboards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but even before keyboards, it started out with like uh, punch yeah. cards. I haven't finished with Doc- Mr. Lysky. Oh, you haven't? No, Mr. No, Lysky no. has so more. Mr. Lysky has more. Mr. Lysky. Uh, our shop teacher then got in hardcore into programming and started his own company called Shopware, where he would make uh, instructional s- software for shop tools. So, uh, which he then sold to like how to not cut your finger off with a bandsaw. And I still remember because when we were in grade school, we were like basically his prototype people. Of, right. Take this quiz and then you're qualified to use the bandsaw. And it was, you know, and it would have this little like. Uh, orange and blue picture of you know you imagine right. like an eight bit color picture of of what a bandsaw looks like, and he had you know how to use the bandsaw, how to use a table saw, how to use See, a settling welder. Now that's pretty brilliant, honestly. Yeah, I mean, especially for back then to go straight. Well, I mean, I guess he's a teacher, so it's not a this million was like miles of a jump. Eighty two, eighty three. But yeah, to go, so. hey, look, I need to do this, and I can now have I c- I can automate my class out from under me. Yeah, and I remember uh, you know a few years later, we actually took a field trip to Mr. Lysky's house where he was running his program. Shopping, he had like two programmers working in there, and they were like doing. And he showed it, that was it, the first time I ever saw a fax machine. Is this the kind of uh, um, time over at his house where you had to show? Him no, no, no. This was this was, this was the whole class. We didn't, oh, we didn't okay. have it. Was, wasn't like area. special tutoring time. No, no. Okay, just checking. There was another uh, teacher though, <laughs> uh, Mr. Kopernick. I think was his name. It wasn't who, Copernic. It was who, Copernic. Who was the uh, who was the sixth grade science teacher for a while? Anyway, there was supposedly uh, he would take people on fishing trips if they did really good in class. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, now, just so that we're on the right side of the law, that. that is a um, um, an unfounded allegation. We have no proof. It was a story here's that Matt was recounting. Here's the thing. I didn't give his first name. I don't remember what he was. <laughs> I have no fucking. This is from when I was like fucking sixth grade or some shit. It was some yeah, but sixth dude, grade rumor bullshit. Like I'm 11, sure it didn't really happen. There are like and, 11 people in your town, though. Yeah, so. I know. But I can't. I don't even know how to find this Copernic dick guy, whatever. Is, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So moving on out of litigation areas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like uh, c- computer and human interactions have been always a little stilted. Yeah. Right? Whether you're dealing with the crappiness of a mechanical mouse or the. Yep. Uh, the new handy technology where your red laser doesn't work on your glass table. It, exactly. Whew, serious problems yeah. we have. Well, and then uh, <clears throat> there's trackballs. Uh, you're saying that like trackballs aren't a viable in no, no, no. device. You know, I, the, the thing is, and I know that you've used a trackball because I remember we, when we used to work together, you'd trackball, and, and we were working somewhere with a lot of pointing and clicking on some of those interfaces. Yeah. And I think the my, my wrist would be sore at the end of the day, and I don't think you had that problem because nope. of the trackball. My problem, though, was the learning curve on the trackball. I could never get over being retarded with it. Uh, so basically, you didn't have 20 minutes? Basically, yeah. 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 Same reason I didn't learn the Dvorak keyboard. Oh, wait. Yes, I did. <laughs> really? Minutes. You did? Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, you, don't, you don't remember I this, I don't even know that I've ever... I was super, super dorky. Uh, yes, you were. I don't even <laughs> remember. What, was the, what is the layout on a Dvorak keyboard? Um, I like. You want me to read it out to you? No, no, no. Just in. What's the principle? Uh, basically, they've uh, optim. Well, Dvorak optimized um, letters based off of English distribution in the language, so that you have more ability to stay on the home row key. Oh, okay. While typing and right, less right. ability. Like, our keyboards are not really designed for our language. Right. So there's a lot of ha- keyboard motion when there doesn't need to be. So the so the so the home keys were basically the first letters that you say when you're guessing anything on Wheel of Fortune. I believe so. I don't remember exactly, but yeah. It, it was kind of based in little clustery areas and make it easy to okay. type words yeah, as yeah. they show up. So, uh, you know, can, like 
what is it when you're typing the it's all left-handed right you know you have basically an imbalance on keyboards right um this flattened that out so that you had more regular usage and probably reduces the amount of times people type te yes exactly <laughs> which for me is all the time i'm not even sure how i do it but i'm like your computer's the one not auto correcting that one, for you no it kind of does sometimes but sometimes it's that i get uh i think i get ahead of myself with the h or the uh, e the e the t e a yeah it's yeah See, my problem is I now spend a lot of time on my uh, laptop because yeah. I spend most of my day in meetings. Yay. And uh, there are days where I'll sit down and I'll start on my laptop. So I'll spend all like three hours typing on my laptop. Yeah. Then I'll sit down on my keyboard, which has a nice ergo keyboard, and I'll try and type on that. I'm all fucked up. Yeah. When you use the ergo keyboard, cause I, and I saw your hands there, do you have it tilted up or tilted down? And I, I'm not even sure which way that up is versus so down. But for me, the front of the keyboard, the yeah. part that's closest to my body, yeah. is raised up. Okay. And I can't do that either. the back is down. It drives me nuts. I've tried it. Yeah. yeah. I, so I, I, I've spent a lot of time looking at keyboards and settled on basically the... Uh, what is that? The black Microsoft Natural keyboard? Yes, that's the same one that I use. I, it's pretty much, as far as I'm concerned, the keyboard. Uh, the, there is one way to make that keyboard better. Yeah, and I don't understand how it doesn't have this. Add some goddamn U. Add a USB hub. Uh, like, really, would that kill you to put a couple of USB ports on the back of it? It, it would Microsoft, for me because listening. I, it would for me because I use the wireless version. I don't care if it's wired or wireless. Make wireless USB hubs. Yeah, I guess you could. <laughs> I mean, it's, it would just silly. suck my battery out faster. Yeah, I, I don't believe in wireless keyboards. Yeah, I don't believe in USB hubs. I've never had a need for one. I've usually got enough ports on the back of my computer or the front of my computer or the occasional one on my LCD that I don't really need one. Yeah, so most of the time I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but there are occasions... Like, fuck, we're using a I, USB hub today. I know. There's one sitting right there. There, there are some reasons for yeah. it. Um, plus, um, it's a lot easier for me if I have, like, a, a thumb drive that my mother-in-law has given me with pictures uh, right, right. to plug it into my keyboard as, as opposed, opposed to, having to reach down getting and, back yeah. underneath the computer or running a... I know, guys, there's cables that you can use to extend it and put it on your desk, but then you have this ugly-ass cable hanging out on your desk and it looks stupid. Yeah. Or if, Lord forbid, I want to plug my phone into my computer to update it, then I have to, like, you know... Yeah. The, uh... Oh, I just lost what I was going to say. That's it okay. was clever and funny. Really? Yeah. That would be a first for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> anyway. So, um, yes, yeah, so... I'm done with tangentials. You can get to your point now. This actually isn't even tangential. This is right in the point. Like I know. Historically, we've had a lot of ways of interacting with computers. Yeah. Now, I saw something this week that could revolutionize the world. You mean like the... Uh, uh, what was that? The, the little go-kart thing that people stand on? The, uh, the Segway? Yeah. Wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst description of it ever. Even as I was it's, saying go-kart, I was like, that's completely not right. It's the thingy with the wheels that the people use to go to places. But you you knew what I was talking yeah. about. Earlier uh, today, I was trying to describe this guy, and I was like, it's the guy that's always with Bob. And they're like, oh, you mean Randall? <laughs> they, all, they all looked at me like I was an idiot for the way I was describing him, and then they're like, you mean Randall? I'm like, yeah. And, and then they looked at me like I was stupid. I'm like, but you knew who I was talking about, didn't you? See, uh, and now this is getting terribly tangential, but it's an area I like. So... Um, in my job, I have found from time to time, it's really handy just to stare at people and wait, right? <laughs> and, and wait for them to... Uh... Yeah, because like... Oh, I, I need to try that trick. There's a couple... That would have worked for me a couple of times this week, yeah. I think. People like, will come like... And that's literally what I hear. And I look at them and I wait. And they're like, oh, yeah, so it would be more like this, this, and that, wouldn't it? I'm like, exactly. Didn't see. Like, I didn't even provide contact. I, didn't, I just looked at you, and you <laughs> have a nice day. Yeah. There's a couple guys at work that uh, mock me a little bit from time to time for either not providing data or providing just enough obvious data, but saying it in an effective, like not even a, like in a complicated way. Yeah. To basically state the obvious, so that everybody goes, "Oh yeah," and I'm like, "Dude, I said fucking nothing. What's wrong with you? Listen." Uh, yeah, all in the same kind of vein. Anyway, back to human <laughs> computer interaction. So I saw this thing this uh, week called The Leap. Yeah. Now, what's The Leap, you might ask yourself? What is The Leap? I have no I idea. I just asked myself. Oh, sweet. Um, so, The Leap is basically a, a new way to interact with your computer. It gives you, like I think it said, an 8 by 8 bubble around this little device. Okay. Now, um, just to give you kind of an idea of how big the device is, if you were to take a pack of cigarettes and cut it in half the long way, it's about that big. Okay. Right? And somehow, it magically throws out um, magic rays and then as you interact with these rays it can tell 
what your body's doing. Okay. And uh, watching the video that's online, um, there is a website. Google it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really <laughs> yeah. working hard tonight. Can you tell? Um, so, and the video shows like a lot of Minority Report style integra- integration. Yeah. It shows a guy using chopsticks to um, play Angry Birds. It shows a guy flying an airplane by just kind of putting his hands out and pretending they're an airplane or um, shooting a, uh, uh, playing a first pl- person shooter by, you know, holding his hand gangster style and using his thumb to right. fire. And I noticed like he was doing like, uh, uh, fruit ninja with just his finger as opposed to yeah. the whole hand like exactly just like video looks awesome yeah it looked really super responsive so it was like no lag no nothing it was yeah. just right there I noticed they were doing it on a Mac maybe that's why yeah um, speaking as a person that uses a Mac Macs are great but I, they I'm also have honest. lagginess right yeah. just like every other computer does um, fanboys shut the fuck up because I'm right um, now about this you can pre-order it for $70 to get a kind of dev version so that you can work on developing against the product, use right. it. Um, it's supposed to be out early next year. Right. Now, there's a couple things here that kind of make me wonder about this device. As cool as it sounds and as awesome as it would be just to be able to wave my hands in front of my TV to get it to work, I'm a little concerned because as a developer, you can pre-order it now, but you have to pass a test. You have to give them a link to the cool projects you've worked on show them what you did, and give them $70. All of that before getting any API documentation. Huh, okay. Which seems weird, because, well, like... Yeah, why, why if, are they not just, like... Uh, I can understand. If they really want people that have done cool projects to get on it, why wouldn't they just yeah, give it like, away? Or, like, here's have our, a, here's our docs, here's yeah. our APIs, here's how it works. Yeah. Um, so you basically this. have to apply to be able to write code for it? Yes, exactly. Huh, that's, well, it seems a little odd. Yeah, and, like, the other thing... It's a really nice brushed metal looking thing. It's a little tiny, uh, tiny device. Yeah. What's what's charging it? Like, how long can that last? Because you know, you you use uh, wireless keyboards and mice. How often do you have to replace the batteries on those? Yeah, every six months. Right, and that's running a little itty bitty tiny laser that hardly uses any power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is shooting out some kind of magic rays right. in an eight by eight. It's probably uh, pixie um, space. dust. It may be pixie dust. Yeah. I think the uh, thing said lidar. L- what? That's what it said. <laughs> oh, really? It's like a low infrared <laughs> distributed radar or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. Lidar. Yeah. Um, but it's still, like a laser. do you know how like how costly it is to span a eight by eight area with any type of energy? Not lidar. It's super cheap. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so like, I'm a little concerned about the lack of. Uh, well, and then bounce back. Yeah, it must be using, it's using lidar backscatter to. Uh, radar. Yeah, you're getting backscatter, and then it, it, whatever comes back to you, it's using to then calculate where you're at, and then, like again, magic fucking. I mean, then the, the, yeah. here's the other thing that seems uh, odd to me is that you know it's showing these 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 things going on, right? Yes. So it's picking out from the air where you're at. Yep. And that little device didn't look like it had processing power, which well, means it must just be sending... So I, I'm willing to buy the no processing power, right? Because it does have a big-ass computer attached to it. Right, right, right. It just needs sensors to send to the but software that's running on the your big-ass computer is going to be doing a lot of processing. I mean, that seems yeah. like a lot of... I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't honestly think it's that much you processing. You don't think so? No. Okay. I mean, so back uh, when I worked at MicroStar, yeah. we had data acquisition processors, yeah. which were um, attached to tons and tons of sensors in... Uh, you know, little tiny boards that were doing a bunch of work. Yeah. And we had 386s running like 30 or 40 um, different um, sensor inputs. Yeah. And it, the 386 was like blazing effing fast. Yeah, yeah. Like they were, the, they were super the fast. dials and gauges worked just like a real dial and gauge were like, yeah. so. No, I, I, I'm thinking more on, hey, this, this thing has got a picture of a 8 by 8 area and it's taking, it's taking a ton of information in. Right really quickly because with that yeah, kind yeah. of resolution that they're showing and then it's got to go hey what was the finger versus the thumb versus the this or that and 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 there's a lot of uh unless they've got a really good algorithm to process that it seems like th- it's going to have to do a lot of processing to figure out what your body's actually doing yeah and now now that i uh, double check on some of the specs according to their specs it detects your um, hand gestures down to an accuracy of 0.01 millimeters 
Right. So that, again, that is a fairly aggressive. Uh, it's it's uh, super high resolution because yeah. you look at like what the Kinect does, and um, it's not quite that high resolution. No, it's, and you look at like the it, it shows like a wireframe of the body, you know, and so it's, it right. sees your hand. So it's I mean it's it's even the Kinect is probably doing a lot of processing to well, figure calculate. The Kinect also uh, has multiple cameras in it, right? Yeah, it's got uh, what at least two that I've seen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can see, and it's got a microphone array and some other yeah. stuff, but it's doing a lot. I mean, it's, I think it the is connect is probably doing, pulling a lot of processing power at a much lower resolution. So, right. you know, unless they've come up with some new which, way you to know, calculate it, which new is technology is totally possible, but it seems like, it seems like a big leap in <laughs> technology, pun intended, and it seems a little fishy on some of the stuff yeah. that, that they're, hey, you know, give us $70 and we'll give you a... Uh, right. Pass our test, give us $70, and yeah. we'll send you a dev unit next year. Right. And, uh, oh, hey, that, that um, Nigerian prince. Yeah, he sent me an email last night. Uh, he just needs a little bit of cash to right, get right. off the ground. And if, he just, if you just give him that, you'll get millions yeah. back. Yeah. Now, I don't know. It, feel, it's, it feels a little bit like vaporware to it me. It does feel a little bit about vaporware, which is kind of why we're talking about it. Yeah. Um, it looks really cool. And this is just me. Um, if I'm watching a really cool video on the internet and it's like, hey, look at this great thing we can do, and they're showing you a video of like actual interaction, yeah, but the fucking thing's not available for another year and a half, you're never going to see it, Easy. right? I yeah. mean, what is that uh, game console that's supposedly super awesome has been, been on its way out for the, the last 20 years? The Phantom, I think. Yeah, the Phantom. Yeah. Aptly named. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. Uh yeah, which was it'll play every game ever conceived by anywhere, anybody. <laughs> anybody yeah. yeah, you can play Oregon Trail or, from like 1982. I used to play that in uh, Mr. Leisky's uh, computer class. <laughs> computer class, yes, that was my first exposure to Oregon Trail. Nice, nice. Yeah. I used to play it, and you know, I don't remember a lot of my teachers from uh, from uh, grade school. Grade school. Yeah, I remember a couple of them, but there's there's some blind spots. I think I may have been drunk. I could probably give give all their names of mine. Wow. Yeah, that's. I guess I learned stuff back then and didn't remember names. <laughs> You're not so much of a people person. Yeah, especially then. I was really not into my uh, people mode yet. Um, so, yeah, that uh, that is something that is out there. Uh, it may be good. I would be totally happy if I was wrong on this and it's not just vaporware because yeah. it would be super awesome to have. But, you know, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to send them my $70. Me neither. I think, so, I think I'm going to get my $70, use it for something else. Exactly. Um, so, on to something that is actually out there in kind of the same space. Uh, Disney has apparently put together this thing called Touche, which is um, another touch-sensitive uh, um, approach to the world. But what they figured out how to do is do mo make most anything a touch-sensitive device, things like water, things like your couch, and give you a uh, ability to not only tell like how many fingers am I touching, but also how hard are you pressing, what's going on, how many fingers are touching it, where are they squeezing, what direction are they pushing. Yeah. Kind of like if any of you have played with the uh, Surface table from Microsoft, there's a little diagnostic section you can go in, you can touch down, and it'll tell you uh, all of the vectors that your fingers are moving, where they're located, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, all that same kind of data coming out of day-to-day -day life. Yeah. Their, their, their goal, I guess, is to start having this deployed everywhere such that you can have complete household interaction where you lay down on the couch, you can watch TV, um, and your TV can smartly tell if you're awake or asleep based off of the input that you're giving the couch. Now, we were talking about this before the show, and uh, you were saying that it's not actually camera-based. It's actually based on sensors in your, the objects in your Correct. house, right? So I, I got a couple, a couple things seem weird. A, I'm not sure how they make that work with water. Magic. <laughs> yeah. This um, isn't a technology podcast, oh, right, dude. Right, you can't right, be expected right, right, right. to know right. all the nuances of everything. <laughs> it's all even the shit we magic. talk about. Uh, the other thing, though, is, is to get it in the house, to actually get this to market, mm -hmm. means, uh, well, I need to buy a new couch. Or a new TV. Entirely. And okay, so a, a new fireplace. Or let, let's, you know. uh, let's take a look at these in order of uh, precedence here. New couch. You don't need a couch. You just put an ugly goddamn couch cover over it. Chicks dig them anyway. Uh, <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Has your wife not been walking through bed by and goes, oh, wouldn't this look great on the couch? Uh, a, my, my wife's not a gay man. <laughs> and B... Best um, I could do, man. I know. Uh, uh, no. I, I don't Give think we've time. ever had a uh, want for a couch. Uh, and you've seen my couch. It couldn't really be covered. 
I don't believe any couch can be covered. Well, yeah, I mean, you can throw blankets on anything, yeah. but so you can throw blankets over it. I mean, there's there's options, right? right? But like, okay, so let's look at fireplaces. When you were a kid, a fireplace took actual wood, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what does your fireplace at your house take? Wood. Ah, damn it! I was hoping you had one of the swanky ones with a button. No, I, my my current fireplace is just wood. I want to replace it with a button one with, right. with just some gas. <laughs> I'd like it to just be gas. But yeah, uh, that, that's that's what I have. That's we, what all of the new houses can built with these days. You can't even buy a house. Which with a at fireplace. what point? Why even not? Like to to some degree, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on fireplaces now. I would almost just rather my house not have a fireplace at all. I totally disagree with you. Because uh, why do I need it? My my house is is heated by gas. Right. I got a furnace mm-hmm. and forced induction air. Yep. Shit and stuff. Wait, you have induction air? I don't know. It's like forced air. <laughs> Your air is moving around by shit. magnets or yeah. by <laughs> an imposed force due to electrical yeah. fields. Yeah. Holy exactly. shit. That's, that's, that's exactly how my house works. It's super high tech shit. <laughs> I see. But yeah. you have a wood burning fireplace. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So now, why do I need a wood burning fireplace so for? Let me tell you why you need a wood burning fireplace. All right. I, my house, I just finished building it what, yeah. last year, right? Uh, it obviously has all of the same shit you were just talking about. It's yeah. got a, well, I don't have induction air. <laughs> right. Um, I got, a, I got an old furnace. You should you know? upgrade, dude. It, it heats air. up the air and then blows the yeah. fuck around the house. I got my furnace from Dyson. That's how it's... <laughs> the cyclone heater. Um, <laughs> so my uh, my living room, which you know Sid and I spend a lot of time in, yeah. is a vaulted two-floor yep. um, ceiling thing. And it's got uh, a fireplace, a fireplace in it, right yeah. against one wall. And it's got heating vents in it. Yeah, it's got a heating vent over in one really far away fucking corner. Yeah, and another one in the other far away fucking corner. Okay. So if you're sitting in those corners, it's comfy as shit. However, <laughs> nobody sits in the goddamn corner of the rooms, right? They're sitting in the couch that's in the middle. Right. And when heat, it does this interesting thing where it rises. That's weird. So it like goes right up the fucking wall. Yeah. I learned hangs this out from at the ceiling. Mr. Kopernick. <laughs> Science. <laughs> also learned how to fish. Um, so we have a fan up on the ceiling, right? Yeah. The fan's in the center of the room. Okay. So it blows warm air down when the warm air eventually gets there. Okay. But from the f- the, I'm, the I'm vents, I'm following you on all yeah, of this. It doesn't do shit about the like the vents are basically useless in this room. So we have a fireplace. Right. It sits right in the middle there. It blows out heat that's right in the fan's like area of effect. Right. Okay. So the fan is circulating air and pushing the or you know circulating the warm air around such that it stays warm in the section of the room where we so sit in. So you need a fireplace because the vents aren't properly placed. Correct. <laughs> What if you just put a vent where the fireplace was? And again, you wouldn't need a fireplace. I, no, so I, I suspect uh, unless the vent was ejecting air into the room from that side of the room, yeah. it would still have the same problem. Huh. The problem is vent placement is not optimal for heating. And especially if you look you at... You could put a vent anywhere. You can put them in the floor and shit. You, you, could put well, a, you could put a vent right above where your couch is at in the wall, and so it blows right on the back of your head. I can't, actually, because the, the, the stairwell, the open stairwell that goes all the way up to the second yeah. floor is right there. You know what See, I'm saying? You I, I actually have a, uh, here's, here's I have the a feng shui with if, my room here's problem. Here's the other thing. If you didn't have a fireplace where your fireplace is, you could put your couch there, and then you could put your TV. Uh, I could put uh, my where, TV on the diagonal the wall. Is. I'm just saying. You got more options. That's my problem with, with my fireplace is it blocks off. A whole side of the room where I can't put a couch or anything in there because I got a fucking fireplace there. I agree. Your fireplace is poorly placed. Well, where else? Would I, you actually, put I don't it, think I don't. No, I, don't have, I agree with you. I don't you think know. your room actually requires a fireplace. There's no need for a fireplace. Yeah. It's I, just fucking like this extra thing. That's a goddamn hazard. My house is gonna burn down because I'm gonna have a chimney fire someday. So I got a goddamn fireplace that I don't need. And now my wife's throwing like Presto logs in there all the time because she's cold. And, <laughs> It yeah. doesn't make any sense. See, now I will agree. Your fireplace is completely useless. Mine think, actually is very valuable. I keeps think me warm. that a well-designed heating um, system yeah. probably negates the need for a fireplace altogether. I would agree. I would also. Um, you just guess. need to. You just need to hire better HVAC people. That's entirely possible. Yeah. I can't really. I didn't really do the hiring for the HVAC folks. Yeah. But I'm guessing. Well, architect need to do better design on the HVAC design. Actually, I, I honestly think, um, and this is not anything against my contractor because he did awesome. Like, yeah. if anybody needs to build a house, call me or go use CMAC um, Construction. Yeah. They're awesome. Um, I don't think when people are designing houses, they really take into account um, 
all of the right aspects you need for effective heat distribution throughout the house. Yeah. Because how many thermostats do you have in your house? One. Right. Where's Which, that at? Uh, like, sort of... Downstairs in a fucking weird spot. Yeah. That's yeah. the answer in every house you've ever been in that has a thermostat, right? Yep. Unless you're one of those super rich, swanky people that has like nine different zones in your fucking house. And yeah, put your money in my pocket. Don't buy a heater like that. Yeah. Um, but for most houses, like ours is kind of in the entryway right next to the laundry room. Yeah. The laundry room gets super fucking hot right, because it's the got dryer's a dryer in, in there, there, right? right? You got a big fucking heating. Yeah. So that part of my house thinks it's 72 fucking degrees. Meanwhile, the bedroom on the opposite side of the house, it's mostly windows, thinks it's 40 degrees. Wait, you were just knocking the zones thing. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't that that solve your problem? I was knocking rich people that can afford it, (laughs) I can't. I see, I see. Um, you know, I, honestly, I think that you know a lot of a lot of the houses are are old and drafty and, and shit, and I think that's where a lot of the problem. Yours clearly is not old and drafty, yeah. but mine's new and cold um, in places. <laughs> I think that y- I don't think that I think you're right. People don't put enough people, and by people, I mean architects and designers and all yeah. those people don't put enough like emphasis on. Wait, if we do some cool, funky things, we could make it better. Yeah, well, it, it would be like a goddamn cave with like 72 degrees all the time, and, yep. and you you. You know, you could heat it with a matchstick. Mm-hmm. And, like, with uh, some of the things, like, uh, we did with the lights, right? When it came time to do the house, uh, we were like, okay, well, let's just put the fucking lights in there on the plans. Yeah. The lighting guy was like, no, you, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you, you need to... And I was but, like, what but, are you talking about? Why would, here's what I don't get. Why don't the plans... Like, there should be a feedback loop, right? Because I assume that the plans for your house were, like, some were standard cool or house something. Pla- coolhouseplans.com. We didn't do it standard. Oh, you, we went no, to the internet and like so the way it and works, found plans that you liked. Yeah, but like you should feed back now to coolplans.com and be like your it, lighting sucked. They're a uh, they're a clearinghouse. I think, uh, and I'm probably totally fucking wrong on this, but I think like first year architecture students are like, yeah. I want to be an architect. If I throw together this house plan, I can put it on the internet and like somebody will bless it and sell it, and then I can make like change on the side. What does a house plan cost? Well. Because <laughs> I've never, I've never like the house plans cost five hundred dollars. Shit, I'd have designed a house for you. Yeah, and it's what I'm saying. You see, what I, well, so the I took uh, some fucking drafting classes in high school. So the that was uh, after Mr. Leisky left. It was oh uh, yeah, Mr. Mueller, <laughs> Mueller, Mueller. Um, uh, anyway, so like the house plans come like engineered with a bunch of technical data. So I'm sure somebody kind of puts them together, and then another engineer that's actually a legitimate engineer, yeah, comes through and makes it all work. Um, and that's what you you buy um, like honest to god legitimate blueprints, and then you have to take them to somebody else to have them readjusted. F- well, you order them and they come adjusted for your state if available. Right, because you've got all kinds. There's all kinds of regulations yeah. for plumbing and yeah stuff. And this has become construction talk. Uh, yeah, a <laughs> little far afield even for us. Good point. Uh, how we got here is human interaction in the house with computers. Your yeah. argument was this is a bunch of bullshit that we have to uh, have a fireplace. Um, have a fireplace. <laughs> even before that, it was a bullshit <laughs> that we have to. Um, add this new complex layer of sensors to our house to make our life better. Yeah, because it seems like, well, that's a bunch of extra shit you got to add in, and that's going to take time. I don't want to replace everything in my goddamn house. It took uh, me a lot of time to collect all that shit. When, when you were a kid and you uh, used the telephone, yeah, did you ever think that your telephone would need to have a 3.7-inch LCD screen, GPS, constant connection to the internet, and the ability to play fucking video games? I didn't know what the fuck the internet was when I was a little <laughs> kid. Um, but right. The 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 point I'm trying to make here is technology changes very quickly. It does. What seems old and outdated is, I mean, ubiquity comes very quickly. Right. Here's the thing, though. Since uh, since I became an adult and I started carrying a cell phone, you I, became an I, adult at some point. Not <laughs> not really. But I've had like six or seven cell phones over the last ten years. Okay. Like that. I get a new one every two years or something when the contract expires, right? So Good cell math. phones go through really quick. Six or seven every two years. Yeah. yeah ten uh, years. Twelve <laughs> years. Whatever. Um, but here's the thing. It, it, it's only I've only had a touchscreen cell phone for the last two years maybe. Before that, I had some shitty candy bar phone that had a little you know mouse screen. And other people had. But you see what I'm saying is that cell phones go through. Oh, I didn't finish my point. I've had the same goddamn couch that I've had in my living room for the last 15 years. So some things like technology you replace quickly. Other things like your couch or your fridge or your fireplace I've never replaced. So right. some of those things, that's, that's where I think it's going to be a little harder for Disney to well, get people it, to integrate this into the house. It really depends on what's the level of integration that's required, right? Yeah. Like if it's a paint on surface that just goes on clear, 
it, well, nobody's going to notice, right? Yeah. yeah. That, that's that's an it, it's it's a barrier to entry thing is what you're getting at, yeah. right? And my argument is, um, most people, at least a lot of folks that I talk to, shop at IKEA, which is means they're replacing furniture every two fucking years. Right, because they're buying shitty particle board that yeah. falls apart. Yeah. Um, Although occasionally like, you can get real wood at IKEA. Yeah, and that's like you that's you, you got you got to be choosy when yeah. you're when you're shopping. That looks like, like IKEA right there. Uh, right. That is in fact IKEA. Yeah, but that's real wood. That's a yes. real wood like table, and that's a valuable piece of like laminated wood. Yeah, it's a hand, that's why I haven't thrown it away. It's because it's useful, yeah. right? In fact, it seems like a better table than the one you're using. Uh, the you one I'm the one I'm using has legs. I know, so <laughs> you, you know you can go to IKEA and get new legs for that one. Yeah, I know. It's, like, it's uh, on the to do list. They um, got the Toloto or whatever. I, I like how the Tofer. I like how we're standing in an unfinished garage. Profast. That has um, screws that are sticking out of the heaters because I haven't actually been able to power those fuckers all the way in because the heaters are only provisionally connected. And you're worried about the goddamn table that doesn't have legs. I'm just saying, it's it's nice. I mean, this this table here looks like something that you you know, like I don't know, uh, the PTA would use or something. That uh, looks like ooh. a nice designer table. That, that's because by is. designer I mean IKEA designer. But <laughs> so yeah, G- given the barrier to entry on these things, I, I do foresee a time where uh, it would be really cool if all of it worked together yeah. like that, right? Yeah, no, I think but, it would be, it takes, it'd be awesome. It's going to take a good twenty or thirty years, I'm guessing, for yeah. that. Uh, well, here's the thing: is that I, I think that at some point you could do it with some sort of camera sensor, right? It, yeah. As the camera sensors clearly get smaller, uh, we, we, and more. we agree that leap is maybe too big of a leap. But ten years down the road, you could have something like that. You just put up in the corner of the. Do the, you really the want wall. to be bugging your own house with cameras everywhere? Wait, how are you going to have sex with your wife in the living room if you have a camera there and the kids can just flip around and see it? Well, no, they can't. Okay, so. By in ten years, my kids will be out of uh, the house. Um, so you hope. So there's that. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. When did you leave your parents' house? Uh, I was around twenty. Okay. Nineteen. And your kids are thirteen now. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. That's that's kind of close. See, they may still years. be there. Ten years. <laughs> I think they'll be gone. Um, Think the, the hope are different. You know that, right? In ten years, actually. So the, the thing is, and they don't know this yet, but in six years, seven years, six and a half. I can just kick them out. They'll be 18. I can be like, get the fuck out of here. I don't I don't and, need your shit anymore. And if you can pull that off, I will take <laughs> you out to the biggest steak dinner you have ever had. All right. Uh, <laughs> I just got to get those little shits out of there now. Yeah, good luck with that. I, I, I don't think... I think the wife may have a, a slightly different stance than you do she on that. She may. She may. Um... So, well, but, but but yeah, but you could have a camera up in like some sort of infrared camera that sits right. up there that's not actually collecting images of you having sex with your wife or whatever it is that you don't want seen on the internet um, that would be processing where people are at and then do that same sort of thing. And right. It seems like a much simpler, it's totally doable, right? simpler way to get it in on the into the market. Right? You've got one device that goes in there. You don't have to replace all your everything else in your house. You just plug something in. Speaking of in the market, do you know what I saw um, this week at Fry's? No. Samsung has come out with a new TV. Yeah? Its remote had like four buttons on it. One of them was voice. You could tell your TV to change channels. You could tell it to just... You could wave at your TV and your hand shows up to move around on the apps. Yeah? Yeah. And? Did you play with it? I played with it. Um, Did it seem to work? I can't give it a really solid review because you've been to Fry's. The TV section sounds roughly like this. And there's a bunch of guys in white shirts asking you, can I help you with this? Can I help you with this? Can I help you with this? this? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Give me the goddamn camera that I want to buy. Oh, hold on. I'm going to take this camera out right here and I'm going to go over to the computer. I'm going to take this camera and go over to the back. Now you take this paper up front and you stand in line up front. And then when you get up front and stand in the line where you're supposed to pay, you stand there more while we go to the back to get the camera that we could have handed you in your fucking hand. When I was standing there, we're not going to work. So did I tell you about the, the fries in Palo Alto? Is the fries in Palo Alto the um, one that is the um, uh, gold mining one? Uh, I think so. It's on the backside of the um, the danger sock. Oh, did you go down there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went there. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went there too. <laughs> and so the first time you went there, uh, and apparently we, they've moved out of that building, so we can right. talk about it now, whatever. Uh, the first time I went there, I thought, uh, and I went down there with Brent. Right. We we drove, we flew down, drove from the airport, and uh, <laughs> we roll up, and I'm like, "Is he gonna fucking kill me behind this warehouse? What the? F- this is not like so, a corporate campus. What the fuck? I'm like, yeah. And then you're like, oh wait, you're it's in this shitty little building, and he's like, yeah, yeah, and it's amazing. There's a fries on the other side of it. See, it was. 
kind of weird. I was down in Palo Alto by myself to do some uh, consulting with the pink folks. Yeah. And um, I looked, I, I had a hotel that was like right across the goddamn street, right? Yeah. So I jump in my car the next morning and I like, drive across to the big building that's across there that says Microsoft on it, right? right? So I go down there and I'm like, hi, I'm here. I'm talking to people. She's like, oh, they're not in this building. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, where, where do I go? She's like, what you need to do is go out of the parking lot, take a right. You'll see a business park. Go over there. So I'm like, okay. Here's the business park. Pull in. Parking lot is completely effing empty, right? Big, huge building, like three or four of them. <laughs> Not a goddamn parking. There's nothing. Yeah. There's tumbleweeds blowing through. And I'm like, what the? F-? Get out of the car. Walk up. I try and scan my badge at the door. And the badge scanner doesn't even like beep or anything. Right, right. Like, it's like shut f- down. <laughs> There's no, no, nobody works here. <laughs> you lied to me. This chick's just here. fucking with me. She's like wanting me to drive all around or whatever. So I go back and I'm like, hey, I went to the business park down there and uh, and uh, there's it, it's shut down. There's nobody there. She's like, oh, that's not right. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she goes, so you went out here and you took the first left. I'm like, like the first left that's a street? She goes, no. <laughs> Turn into like the, the, the place there. You go past the pot store. And go down past the fish store, and then right there is where you want to be. And I'm like, right. what the fuck are and you those talking about? Are accurate based on <laughs> I saw driving through, and it's like this shitty old warehouse on yeah. the outside. Yeah, like you turn into a warehouse, and there's like a guy selling like Afghan rugs or something, and then yeah. there's the guy selling fish tanks, and then there's the so- or the the danger operations. And center. then you walk through, and it's this like glassy like. Yeah. And then you're like, stuff you inside. think you're walking into a casino or something all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, yeah. By the way, that building uh, apparently had some structural uh, problems. No. Probably some point after you were in there, uh, some of the guys I knew that were working in there, they're like sitting at their desk, right? And all of a sudden you hear this crack, 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 crack. And the seat be- like beams in the <laughs> ceiling started cracking and like dust started like falling down on them. Yeah, they had to and get the fuck out of there. They had to evacuate the building for a couple of weeks while it got retrofitted. And so when I was down there, like, yeah, look up at the beams up there. And there's these big like steel plates Attached. bolted onto them to like reinforce them. And yeah. Nice. So, so yeah. Um, I never yeah. actually went into that fries though. Did no, you go in there? I went into that fries. I That's drove past it and I could see it was like all old West themed or something. But Yeah. They've got uh, the, uh, in the back, the section that has the stereos and whatnot yeah. is uh, all done up like a little uh, town. So you okay. go to like the sheriff's office or the uh, general store, and there's, there are the sample rooms. So I remember Mike Wheeler talking about because he came up from California way back right. in the day, and I remember him talking about fries when it was going in and in the one in Renton they were putting in. And he, Mike Wheeler, was talking about like, oh my god, I hate fries. It's filthy. It's it's like low rent. It's like right. cheesy. Da-da. That's and just California. Put, <laughs> and they put the one in Renton, and it's nice. It's all glossy and 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 nice. Yeah. But but when I drove. P- past the one in Palo Alto, I was like, okay, now I see the kind of... What he's saying. Uh, flea market style. Yeah. Like, was it was it kind of dingy inside, too? Or no, was it the inside was pretty solid. I mean, they had a bunch of... Uh, uh, it was definitely a Gold Rush theme. They had, go- like, all of the laptops were on ore carts. They had, um, you know, a big guy <laughs> riding a horse. Just laugh into the mic. Because, hey, feel free. But no, it's yeah. true. Like, th- that's how the whole thing was done up. They had, uh, you know, some racist Indians... Uh, you know, not real Indians, but like, like, like white people dressed as Indians kind yeah. of thing. Like it was a whole Buffalo Bill, Bill feel. Did feel the there. did the employees wear the black slacks and the white shirt and the and maybe a black tie? I can't remember if they have to wear a tie or not. But you I, know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, like yeah. The, the fries outfit, which is sort of like uh, I, I think so. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I, I was just wondering if they were wearing that or if they were wearing like cowboys and Indians outfits. No, no, no. They were wearing just like a boring old like a Best Buy or a okay. fries type yeah. attire, right? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Fuck, I hate Best Buy. Oh, me too. God, so, I hate uh, guys. like, which is what, what? What do you think of the the technology retail stores? Um, which is has the worst customer service? So, or most annoying? Um, or this, which, choose whichever you want. This is not a shameless plug for the place I work, but I don't really go to big box stores anymore for technology. No, no, shit. no I know because they're awful. Which yeah. one's the worst? Um, well, <laughs> I think. Of of the ones that are still alive, uh, yeah, yeah. Cause because like let me go and tell you, the incredible universe was shit. I never went. I never got in there. It yeah. was gone. Like they built it in the super mall. Yeah, it was there for like a week. I was there for like a year or two. It was. I don't know. It was gone before I actually got to make it. But it was ran by the Tandy Corporation. I mean, how could it be bad? Was it really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> go Tandy. Um, are they still around? This nah, I don't think so. I don't, hmm. 
And they might my cal- calculators. Are they? Are they maybe like a sub? I, for some the reason, subsidiary of GE. I always thought they were a subsidiary <laughs> of uh, Texas Instruments for some reason. I wouldn't be surprised. They're probably not. I'm just making this shit up. But in my head, they always seemed related. No, nobody's gonna question. I mean, okay, anyway. nobody listens. Tandy. So huh. yeah, um, there's Incredible Universe is bad. The Future Shop, you remember them? Yeah, it, they, they had, were horrible. They looked like they, they were sp- like the, the front of the store was supposed to look like a big power plug or something. Yeah, yeah. that was not good. Um, Best Buy is I, I've been surprised at how little they actually have in that store. And Best Buy seemed like Best Buy came on the scene late compared yeah, to the other ones. Best at Buy least out here on the West right. Coast. Yeah, like I didn't have a problem with Best Buy, but in the last decade or so, I haven't been able to get shit there when I need it. Yeah, you go in there, you look around, you're like, there's there's not anything that I actually want in here. Yeah, I well, want, or, I, or you go in, you look, you go, hey, I want to buy a new TV, and and you look, and you're like, oh well. I'll go to Costco. They got better deals and better TVs. Uh, and Fred and Meyer's actually been where or, I've been buying TVs. Yeah, or Fred lately. Meyer's or Fry's even. Yeah. Or actually, video only is kind of my favorite uh, TV. Although I, the last TV I bought wasn't a video only, but the two previous ones were video only. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've been I've shopped at video, video only. By the way, the guys there seem nice. By the way, video only also seems a little bit like a dirt mall of uh, videos. Yes, like it does. you know what I'm saying? Like it seems like you can wheel and deal there a little bit more than is probably reasonable for yes. consumer electronics. Yeah. Um. Don't sue us, video only, because you probably make more money than we do. Don't sue us, any of you people that we're talking about right now. (laughs) I don't know why I'm kind of consumer reviews here. Uh, um, So, who was I? Who else was going to say? Oh, Circuit City was crap. Oh wait, Circuit City was the one that I was thinking of with the. Yeah. Wait, which one would look like Circuit City Circuit and City Future Circuit City and Future Shop? I kind of can't keep straight. I can't. Yeah, I can't quite separate them. They seem like the same so place. So Future Shop was the place where you could go and they had a wall of TVs like three stories high, but no TVs you could purchase. Oh, okay. Were they uh, all like, this one's out of stock, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're going to have to buy this super expensive one with shitty features. Exactly. It's like, here's this great one that's on sale. You can never buy it, asshole. <laughs> um, that was kind of their approach. They're like, but look, let me, let, me, let me just tell you something. We can get you in on this guy right over here, and he is almost as good. Four times the price and twice the commission for me, but, man, we can get you in on this. Dude, what is it, though, about <laughs> the big box retailer stores, especially the tech ones, where those guys don't seem to know anything what they're actually talking about? Uh, well, and the they, only place that's worse than that is the video game retailers. Yeah, so I which think is weird because the video game guys, it seems like they'd actually know about the video games that are in there because you think they'd all be gamers, but so they're just fucking idiots. Yeah, so my my feeling on the big box store TV shows is a technology changes really fast, right? Yeah. Like yeah. features on TVs go like just batshit crazy very quickly, and yeah. if you have like nine different models, right? Because you're gonna have like LG, Zenith, um, Sharp, Aquas, um, Samsung, Sony. You know, you're, you're looking at like seven or eight different vendors. Each vendor with nine or ten televisions on their line per model of like uh, cl- uh, LCD, uh, OLED. Yeah, it, it's uh, a lot thing. of data, and you're hiring people that you're paying like four dollars an hour. I know. Here, here's the <laughs> thing, though, and and I I know what you're getting at. Hey, they got a lot of stuff they got to take care of, but most of those guys have one department, right? Yeah. The, guy, the TV guy only has to worry about the TV department, and the motherfuckers are there for eight hours a day. Right. But for, do you know for five days a week? Do you, do you know what he's doing in those eight hours though? Like watching mi- TV, apparently. No, no, no. <laughs> you're missing out. When you work those kinds of jobs, you I've don't make those money by selling TVs. You make money by selling the right TVs that give you the biggest spiffs and the right kind of service packages. So that motherfucker is in there reading going, okay, so if I can sell this extended warranty, I get an extra $14. And the more of these I sell, the uh, better I do here. And then maybe I get to move up to assistant manager of the TV section and tell other people that they got to sell this. They've got to optimize for what makes them the most money, right? So that's what they're doing. They're paying attention to this week we're pushing this TV. I got to sell that TV. But you got to remember, those guys don't even like know about the TV they're trying to sell. They'd actually maybe accomplish that if they could tell me the no, difference wouldn't. between um, LED and LCD, which is the same fucking thing. It's just a different backlight. Anyway. We're going to talk later about okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's do that. Because they're not the same. The, but okay. There's some, some, yeah, okay, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll sync up later. <laughs> we'll, take the, we'll put a pin I know that. they're not the same, but there's... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to have to mock you heavily. Um, but no, I think... I, I think they're also so you have low well relatively low paid sales staff they're not going to know the most you also have a bunch of folks that don't know what they're talking about coming in that want to opine about how smart they are i check the fuck out too yeah like yeah, seriously it's, it's true. Yeah. you guys i'm like hey so uh, i don't know i'm by a tv and you're like no you don't dude you're here to talk to me because nobody will talk to you at home they let you out of the you know uh, old people home for the day and you're here wasting my fucking time yeah 
I, I don't know. I've sold retail, and I've sold and I've sold commissioned retail. As you remember, I worked at Silver Rain for a yes, while. Yes, uh, you learned a lot of valuable lessons from. I that. didn't learn anything there other than how to sell. It's <laughs> a very valuable lesson. And I did a good job at yeah, it. Yeah, you parlayed that very nicely. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, um, Samsung TVs. <laughs> yeah, go go. Super yeah. remotes. Yeah, that's super remote that's uh, all interactive. Knows where you're at. It's uh, pretty cool. You guys should check it out. Um, I'll maybe try and find a time to actually give a better review later. Yeah. But I just since we were talking about kind of interactions that are not the standard. And I'm curious though how that's going to actually compare against like remember a couple weeks ago I was talking about uh, the Connect interaction with um, on uh, the new Bioware game Mass right. Effect. Uh huh. Uh, where you could actually, when you want to open a door or you want to do something, you can say, open the door. You can say, use this gun instead or whatever. It turns out most of the time, it's easier to just push a button. It's, it's, it's easier with, with it. So I wonder if, if with the Samsung remote, if it's still going to be easier to change the channel by changing the channel than so it is to say, channel up. You, you I, know I what think, I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. I think we're also looking at another barrier to entry thing and how used to, or how inflexible our minds are getting. Yeah. Because um, we're like, getting old. Yeah. Well, it's true, right? Um, I know a ton of little kids that their primary means of talking to their friends is Facebook messaging. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see Do, that, do you yeah. use Facebook messaging to talk to people? Uh, you know, I am kind of against Facebook messaging. Yeah. Uh, God damn it, I'm getting old. See, that's what but, I'm saying. But I'll tell you what, I text like a <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, so, that means you're really old because the cool new kids are like, I'm not paying for text. Text is way too expensive for the amount of data that they're pushing. It's unbelievable. They're charging me $30. I was like, shut up, nerd. Actually, I, I, I use Messenger to text also because I can do that. Or anything. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, my phone. well, my phone does the same thing with yeah. iMessage, right, where it yeah. just uses my network connection and does it. But, yeah, and you uh, save on the text. I, I think, they're, by the way, I think the phone companies are going to have to stop, stop charging for texting eventually. Because there's so many other options. Why would they stop? People keep paying. Because uh, people are going to stop actually using texting. They're going to start using things like... The data plan? Yeah. Right, because they're not going to charge us for that. It's yeah, better well, no, than we but use you're, the already data pay, you're already paying for a data plan. Until such a time as they've decided to 86 all of the... like. As soon as all they move to, well, yeah, it, yeah, they're already in the process of doing that, right? Yeah, I know. You God. and I are like grandfathered in and are never going to ever, ever, ever change our uh, I know. carrier. Go AT&T, you got to customers yeah. for life. Yeah, well, I'm on Sprint. Actually, so you can still get unlimited data from Sprint. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Nice. Of course, now I can't go anywhere else. Yeah, you're, you're trapped. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, we'll talk more about other things later. Um, what else you got going on? Um, that's about it. I, I, I think that covered everything I was going to, I mean, I've been ranting about uh, stuff <laughs> all <laughs> for quite a while. I, we, yeah, we, we had two topics to talk about, and I think I've talked about uh, everything from my high school shop teacher to why I hate Best, Best Buy. Yeah, but you know, it companies. makes for a good show. Yeah. And the video game companies, God, the GameSpot. Uh, I'll go on about that next time. This when, is how we play people out when they've been ranting for too long, and I'm worried about uh, legal action. When Gears of War 2 came out, oh, my God, I'll tell you about it next week.